Hello, welcome to the Love Yourself Healthy Podcast. I am Melanie Lillis, eating psychology coach and nutritional therapist. We are going to be diving into the realm of all things health, yet talking about them from the mind-body nutrition dimensions. Welcome back to the podcast, lovely people. It's so nice to have you back. Um, on today's podcast, I am going to dive into a topic that I have already done before. Um, it is binge eating. And I wanted to dive into this topic because this podcast has been my most popular podcast. And I actually get messages all the time saying how much the information has helped them. Um, but I also get other questions kind of probing more answers to why they have binge eating. And I just wanted to cover it a little bit deeper, elaborate a little bit more on the topic um, and give you guys a bit more information that I hope will help anyone out there who is suffering. So before I get into it, um, as I said a couple of podcasts ago, I want to read out one or two uh, messages a week that I get from people, um, I guess reviews that I get on my podcast. And one that I got the other day is from a girl named Zoe and she said, hello, I just wanted to reach out because I came across your podcast today and it really touched me. Today I woke up with an overwhelming feeling of anxiety because of my body and I've been struggling with this anxiety and eating disorders for a long time. Your podcast was so relatable and encouraging to me. I want to thank you for putting your content out there and for helping me begin my journey to health and self-love. So thank you, Zoe. That means so much to me. I love, love, love getting messages um especially those positive ones it just absolutely makes my day and the next one that I got is from a girl named Megan or Megan um it says hi there not sure if you'll see this or not but I couldn't not send a message I've listened to all your podcasts in one day and am obsessed I've listened to so many videos read books and listened to many people over the years and nothing comes close to how your podcasts impact me in such a positive way it's been a game changer and more girls need to listen I've passed it on to all my friends thank you so much thank you so much Megan um again getting all these kind of reviews is exactly why I do the podcast and if I could just help one of you then my job is done so I really appreciate that feedback okay I want to do a really quick recap of my last podcast um, to get you up to speed with what I have already covered so if you haven't listened to my first binge eating episode I suggest you do that Um, but just to recap what I covered last time the first thing was macronutrient balance Uh, This is the first place I always get anyone to start. So that is ensuring that you are getting a balance of your carbohydrates, proteins, and fats in all of your meals. If you are lacking in either of these main macronutrients, your brain will send signals of hunger so that you keep eating until you have received the nutrients that it's after. The second topic we covered was meal timing. This means the times in which you eat throughout the day. If you are someone who skips breakfast or has a small breakfast and then you have a tiny lunch, I'm going to immediately presume that you are binge eating in the night. So you are causing your body to feel starved in a way um, and therefore the binge is being brought on by the body to get the nutrients that you're actually depriving it of throughout the day. So around breakfast and lunchtime is when our bodies are at their ultimate calorie burning capacity. And this is when we have the fastest metabolism. So make use of this. If your meal timing is out, then have a go at changing it up by including breakfasts in your routine and increasing your lunch size. This might just be the key that you're looking for to stop the binge. The third place that I looked at was the speed at which you eat 
and your presence when you're eating. So I would have asked you, are you a fast, moderate, or a slow eater? So eating fast actually puts your body in a low-level stress response. It will take the brain a longer time to process the food that you are eating, and therefore the brain continues to send these hunger signals, which can cause you to overeat. Um, So if you ever heard someone say that it takes 20 minutes for you to feel full, and this is absolutely right. So the brain is amazing and it's complex, but it also really needs relaxation and presence. So slow down, save your meal, taste the flavors and chew more. And this is the same when it comes to being present. This is actually a major factor that influences our body in a very similar way than fast eating does. So I've used the analogy on the last podcast of when you're eating a bag of chips while watching TV and like the next minute you look down and all of the chips have gone and you're like, oh, I didn't even realize I ate that whole packet. So again, when the brain is distracted, it can take a longer time to process what you were eating and therefore will keep sending you signals to keep eating until it is caught up and it realizes that it is full. So those are the main topics that I always get people to focus on before digging deeper. So if you're doing every single one of the above consistently and are still experiencing binge eating, then this may have to do with some issues that are a little deeper. So in the last podcast, I would have asked you some questions. Questions like, did anything in particular happen when you started binge eating? Did you start a new job, start fighting with your boyfriend? Was there an event coming up? Um, When are you most likely to binge? Is it whenever you try and stick to a diet after you have seen a certain friend around that time of the month or when it's getting closer to summer? And how does the binge make you feel? Do you feel satisfied after the binge? Does it make you sad? Are you confused? So like what happens to you in this time and what is being brought up? So our bodies are always seeking balance. It is constantly working to keep us level. And in some cases, binge eating can be a way of balancing out areas where you're in tight control. So I would have asked you to think about areas in your life that you might be in tight control, such as relationships, school, work, money, diet. The binge eating may actually be a way of telling you to let go and relax a little. So if you answered yes to any of those questions, that is your place to start. Every little component of your life has a snowball effect onto other areas of your life. And eating is something that we do each and every day. It is a way that we release emotion. And it can also be a way for us to deal with something that we have not yet dealt with yet. Maybe something that we have pushed deep down. So as I spoke about in my previous podcast, In order to binge, the body must be in a stress response. You cannot binge unless you are in this fight or flight state, which is decreased digestion, decreased metabolism, and increase of our stress chemicals, insulin and cortisol. A binge is a message. A binge is a symptom for other areas in our life that need focus. Now, I just want to clarify, there is a major difference between overeating and binge eating. Overeating is when you just eat too much food and you feel full and maybe you can't stop yourself from eating, but binge eating is when you go into this kind of trans state and you are not even in your own body. You are in autopilot. 
the food is being like copious, huge amounts of food is being consumed at one time. And it's like you've lost control of your brain. Like you're not even thinking about what's going on. There is just a mass amount of food that's going into your mouth. So there is a big difference between just overeating and binge eating. So in today's podcast, I want to tackle three specific areas. So three specific topics um, today. So the first is going to be about stress. The second is going to be about dieting. And the third is going to be about what I like to call the comparison disease. So let's kick this off by talking firstly about our stress levels. I want you to sit there and have a think. What would you rate yourself out of 10 for stress? So 10 being the worst and 1 being the least. Well, you have a think about it. Have a think about maybe throughout the week. I know that our stress levels can go up and down depending on if it's the weekend, but let's talk about maybe your day-to-day life, Monday to Friday. What would it be? If you rate yourself 5 and above, then it's no shock to me that you might be experiencing binge eating. As we've just stated, a binge can't happen unless we are in this stress response. And this stress response, a lot of people, when I say that, think, oh, this only gets triggered if I'm getting chased by a bear or if I'm (laughs) going to be murdered by someone. No, this stress response can be triggered by something as simple as just fighting with your boyfriend, a demanding job, if you've got money struggles or a fast-paced lifestyle, if you're not scheduling you time into your day. I experience the stress response a lot because I work with children and you try to control 30 to 60 children at one time. And for a lot of people, they look at my job and think, oh, that's an awesome job. Yeah, but it also does create a stress response for me. So it doesn't have to be these major, major events that are a stress. It can be little things in your life. And if you're not aware of them and if you're not doing things when you come home to decrease your stress, to relax your body then it kind of is a spiral effect. Much of the time, binge eating really has nothing to do with our diets. It's not an uncommon practice to turn to food as a substitute or proxy for larger emotional needs that have gone unmet or as a way maybe to temporarily relieve the stress that a situation in life is causing. In these cases, our binging is calling us to examine our lives more deeply. So maybe it's an unfulfilling job or a challenging relationship that might be causing your stress. If this is true, it's important that we do what we can to start addressing the root cause of the binging. So I want to just keep reliving this sentence that binging is a message or a symptom. It's not the issue itself. Okay, there is a root cause as to why you are binging. You're not suffering from a lack of self-control. So we also need to realize that binging is just something we're doing to cope with a very difficult situation and to stop criticizing ourselves for doing it. So my biggest tip for you on this topic before we move on to the next one is to get a journal or a diary and write down the main things that are causing you stress in your day. So it might be your job, it might be your partner, it might be a friend, it might be money. Figure out what the top stressor is. So you might have five stressors in your week. Choose the top stressor, okay? So for example, maybe money is your main stressor. Maybe you've got a lot of bills and you're out of control with your money. Write down five goals to do with money. It might be saving $20 a week. 
It might be calculating how much money you have spare each week and helping pay off that one bill that has been just lingering for years. Once you have set goals for that one main stressor, already your stress levels are going to drop. Do that for a week or so and then move on to your second main stressor. Write down some goals to tackle that. If it's your relationship that is your second main stressor, you might want to set aside a date night every Friday night with you and your partner to reconnect. It might be doing something fun together. So if you just kind of like live side by side, but you don't actually do anything fun, it might be going out and going to the beach or it might be going uh, dancing or it might be going and doing rock climbing, whatever it is to reconnect you guys together. Do that with each of your stresses, but just tackle them one by one. You'll be surprised at how much this helps. It might even be something simple as coming home and allowing 10 minutes to do some yoga to just relax your body. Actually, I've got a quick story before we move on about that. Yesterday, I was feeling extremely overwhelmed. Um, I had a hard day at school and I got home. I felt a little bit out of it. You know, when you have a, a just a tricky day and your mind is just elsewhere, um, I felt a little bit angry as well. And I was listening to a podcast about meditation. And this is something I used to do all the time. And I've kind of let it slip a little bit. And I thought to myself, okay, that's what I need. And I've never really thought of myself as a massive meditator, but I took myself for a walk because that's another thing that makes me happy is going for a walk. So I took myself for a walk. I found a nice spot to sit down and I did 10 minutes of meditation. I did guided meditation on YouTube. And as soon as I started meditating within the first minute, I can't even explain the feeling that I got. I was so relaxed. I felt so happy to the point where I did not want this feeling to go. So this was at about 4.30, I think I went and meditated the entire afternoon. People would have thought I was crazy in the apartments next to me. I had meditation music blasting through the speaker throughout home. I had my candles all lit. I put my lavender oil on. I had a shower and did a face mask and I continued to meditate about every hour. I would sit down and do another 10 minutes. I can't explain how amazing it made me feel and it was just something that I really needed. Now, I wouldn't do that every night. I wouldn't do like 10 minutes every hour every time I came home. I just don't have that time. But to set aside just you know, one afternoon to do that for myself was extremely worth it. And the day that I had today because of it was so much better. So figure out your main stresses, set some goals to tackle them one by one. Now let's move on to our second topic, which is dieting. Dieting needs (laughs) to be thrown out the window. It's somewhat a paradox, but Calorie counting and dieting can often lead to binging. So we're trying so hard to, you know, restrict what we're eating or to look a certain way and to lose weight that it's actually causing the opposite effect, which is to eat as much food as you possibly can. But this actually makes perfect sense because calorie counting often deprives us of important nutrients, which is leaving us hungry. If we're calorie counting all day long, we're likely feeling famished by dinner. So it's no wonder why we sometimes binge. Give up trying to calorie restrict and instead start to make friends with food because chances are if you're binge eating, there's a place in life where you might think food is the enemy or you might think that fat and food is the enemy or maybe you think fat on my body is the enemy. Any time the central nervous system registers enemy, we go into fight or flight response. We go into stress physiology, stress chemistry, which deregulates our appetite, 
and which will drive us to do eating behaviors that don't even make sense. So the key with dieting is to get into a new relationship with food, to begin again and begin fresh. Start to love food. Start to feel nourished by food and let food be part of your day as opposed to trying to push it away or fight it because when we embrace the natural need to nourish ourselves, our relationship with food automatically begins to become whole. I can't even remember the last time I was on a diet, which is hilarious because if you had have asked me this about six years ago, I would have said, I can't remember a time when I wasn't on a diet. And my life right now and my relationship with food is so good. Like I remember saying to myself, I don't think there'll ever be a time where I'm not on a diet or I don't think there'll ever be a time where I'm not constantly thinking about food. And I wish someone would have just come and slapped me on the face and said, if you stop dieting, if you just listen to your body, eat good food, we all know what good food is, we all know what healthy food is, um, and allow your body to naturally crave natural food, this is never going to be an issue. The more we deprive ourselves of food, the more our body is going to want it. It's like if you take a toy away from a kid, even if that toy is not good, the fact that you took it away from the kid, that kid's going to want that toy more than anything in the world. (laughs) So create a new relationship with food. Okay. I know this is scary, but the easiest way to start is go to anything that is natural, fruits, vegetables, eat whatever you want. If it's natural, you can never eat too much salad. You can never eat too many veggies. And there's so many alternatives out there to make healthy food delicious. You just need to Google it. Now I want to move on to our third topic. And this is a massive topic. And this is something which was probably the main trigger for me when I was a binge eater and had bulimia. So this topic is called the comparison disease. Often we allow our judgments of ourselves or our circumstances to prevent us from accepting our reality. We criticize ourselves or we linger on aspects of our circumstances that we just don't like. We spend too much of our time and energy wishing things were different or wishing we had someone else's life. And this is detrimental because in order to make positive change, we must first accept the reality of our current situation and stop fighting it. Binge eating is often something we turn to as a coping mechanism. As I said, it's a symptom. It's not the actual issue. And it helps us handle the larger issues in our life that we may not feel fully ready to address. We may wish we didn't need this coping mechanism and we may criticize ourselves from binging, but all that is is just a distraction that holds us back. So instead, we need to acknowledge that we are doing our best and we need to treat ourselves with compassion. And it's all too easy to compare ourselves to others whom we perceive as being further along in life. But with any kind of personal growth, it is essential to remember that positive change will happen for us when we are ready and not before. And that's okay. The biggest advice I can give is to never compare yourself to anyone else. As I said, when I suffered from binge eating and bulimia, I would continuously compare myself to other girls. And this would absolutely spiral me out of control. The comparison disease was my main trigger when it came to binging. But what I learned on my road to recovery is that Everyone is dealing with their own issues. It doesn't matter what you see on the surface, you never know someone's true struggles. 
You need to stay in your own lane. You physically cannot morph into someone else's life. So why do we try to? I see so many people being like, I'm so jealous of their life. I'm so jealous of this person. Instead of focusing on someone else's life, why not focus on creating the most epic life you can for yourself, considering you're the one who has to live it. And what I also want people to know is that no matter what you see on Instagram or social media or in real life, just because something might look glossy on the surface or you think someone's trying to perceive something on the surface doesn't mean it's the reality. I got a message the other day and if you're listening to this podcast, um, the lady who sent this, I have no hard feelings and I hope that um, my reaction to what you said was not taken in the wrong way, but I got a message saying how much they loved my podcast, but they said that they weren't sure how me sharing photos of myself in a bikini on my Instagram was going to help people with an eating disorder. And I completely, completely understand where they were coming from. But at the same time, I have been through an eating disorder and a really severe eating disorder that a lot of people will never go through. I know there are a lot of people with eating disorders, but there are also a lot of people who do not go through eating disorders. And me sharing photos of myself in a bikini is a massive, massive testament to how far I have come. And it's something I am so proud of. And I hope that by you guys seeing how confident I am, this can inspire people who do have eating disorders to think, oh, wow, if she can go from throwing up every single meal she ate nearly every day to now loving her body, eating whatever she wants. I do eat healthy, but eating, you know, not even thinking about what I'm putting into my body and happily sharing photos of of myself in a bikini without wanting to Photoshop them, then maybe I can get to that point too. And the reason I'm saying this is because you cannot compare what you see in Instagram and expect that their life is so much better than yours because you have no idea the issues that they have gone through. You need to stay in your own lane and focus on your own life. So to wrap this podcast up, I want to end by saying this. Often we think we know the reality of the way things are, but our beliefs are filtered through our experiences. So we need to approach our lives and our personal growths as novices. From the perspective that we are constantly learning about ourselves and life as we go. When we binge eat, we often tell ourselves that we do so because we are weak or because we lack the discipline to stop. And we may say this to ourselves so many times that we become to accept it as fact, but those things are rarely the real motivations behind binge eating, as we've spoken about. So we would do well to remember that, that what we think we know for certain about ourselves may not actually be the case. The more we remind ourselves to approach our journey with a spirit or inquiry and curiosity, the more open we will be to new insights that can change our whole perspectives on our challenges. So I hope that this podcast has been helpful for you in some way. In summary, those new topics I covered was stress, dieting, and the comparison disease. If you have any more questions about what I've covered or if you have certain areas that you would like me to talk about in another podcast, please, please, please do not hesitate to contact me. My email is lyh underscore podcast at outlook.com. I will answer any queries at all or you can find me on my Instagram, which is at bearxbrave, B-A-R-E-X-B-R-A-V-E or my personal Instagram is Melanie Lillis. Thank you so much for listening um, all the way to the end of this podcast. 
I hope that this podcast covered a little bit more in depth uh, for you guys. I know this is a super popular one. Uh, so yeah, I, I can't wait to speak with you all at my next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe and follow me on Instagram at Melanie Willis, or you can email me at LYH underscore podcast at outlook.com. I look forward to chatting with you all next week. Bye-bye.